Is it happening? Oh, it's happening. It's happening. Welcome. Oh, okay, wait. We're having a technical difficulty on my end. The bias order <laughs> is playing. Oh, that hurts. Welcome back. We're here today to talk about what I've been calling it cartoon whiz kids. Oh, yes. Uh, which... Big brain energy. Big brain energy. Or I think even just like particularly talented children somehow kind of make it on here too. Um, That's fair. Um, are they also particularly animated? Is that part of the... Uh... Yeah, so our criteria were, was that it has to be from an animated... Tele- We've been doing television show. Um, and that <laughs> teenagers are okay, but we have to see at least a little bit of them as teenagers before they grow up. Because some of these characters we see as adults as well. Oh. So. I guess I'm forgetting our lineup. It's yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I made a little bias sorter kind of thing so that we can definitively rank them without oh, fuck yeah. independent biases. So Yeah, we're going to find out once and for all Yeah, who the greatest animated whiz kid of all time is. Yes. Um, and so if you're not familiar with what a bias sorter is, basically, um, I won't give you the full history, but it does like a one-on-one kind of competition between two of the oh, things. that's lovely. You choose which you like better, and then it kind of goes through all the matchups to make a numbered list wow. of what you like best and what you like least. And because of the way it's set up, your bi- your particular bias comes into it less, technically. Interesting. Because you can't, you can't be like, oh, well, actually, I do like Jimmy Neutron better than Dexter. Mm-hmm. You know, like... It, that would be hard. It, it's more empirical, I guess. So... Okay, tight. Can we still have those critical discussions along the way? Yeah, yeah. I thought that would really help. So, like, oh, when excellent. we get each matchup, we're going to have to discuss it. And between the two of us, we have to decide oh, yeah. which okay. one is better. Tight. I'm so into this. Okay. Um, before we start with the actual, like, um, bracket, do you have any thoughts that you want to start off with? Yeah, I want to uh, talk about our sponsor for the day. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, there isn't one. Miller High Life, once again, we are waiting for your call. Don't know if the, this is how it works. We poach you, but yeah, this is where it would go. <laughs> we love the product. Great. Sorry. No, I got nothing. Okay. Um, I had some thoughts that I think might make good closers, so we can we can wait until later or just see if they naturally Baller. show up. I'm into it. Okay. Well, then we'll start right off. Our first matchup is Lisa Simpson versus mm. Cyborg from the Teen Titans. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> this is an interesting matchup already. Yeah. Um, so... Wow. The reason I put Lisa Simpson on this list, and the reason I think she's interesting, is that um, we know she's pretty smart, but she's especially smart in, like, a humanities way. Um, and she's very, like, politically minded, mm-hmm. very, like, environmentalist, and for... I think she's eight. For an eight-year-old, she's, like, very aware of current issues and thinks critically about them and has all these thoughts, which, as somebody who's not scientifically minded, I find um, very refreshing to Mm. see as, like, an intelligent child. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's an archetype of, like, the savant genius inventor type in, like, Mm -hmm. what we've been researching. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I think I've never really seen this archetype of, like, socially minded genius that's really cool yeah and like going along with what i said about like particularly talented like we also know she's very 
a very gifted saxophone mm. player and like all of this. So I feel like she is kind of an extraordinary child. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Yeah. Although perhaps not like a genius, quote unquote. Okay. The thing about Cyborg, which I think, why I think Lisa Simpson actually deserves to win this matchup mm. is nothing against Cyborg, but I do believe his intelligence is partially due to his enhancements. Hmm. Okay. Which, like, I don't know. Does that make somebody not a genius? Not really, but also... Right, because, like, Sheen and Jimmy Neutron became a genius for a day because of enhancements. Yeah. I don't know if I would... I don't know. It's hard to separate, because all we know is the character Cyborg. Yeah. Hard to know. Yeah, so I I did a little bit of backstory, research on his backstory from, like, the comics and stuff so in the comics like in the original stories um he has parents who are both scientists and they used him as a test subject oh no and so in the comics he actually gains his intelligence through these weird tests that they're doing on him totally messed up okay um and then the actual like cyborg like the cybernetic enhancements and stuff come later because of an accident he was in um but it's still kind of, it's like, we do see him using okay. his intelligence. Okay. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. he has to be doing some work to mm-hmm. be, like, a gifted engineer and, like, good with technology. Huh. But also, would he have achieved that level himself? We we can't even know because mm-hmm. of how right. his backstory is set up. Something that is coming to mind right now and that I might use is, like, how I'm gonna measure who I want to win these things is like in the realm of animation I feel like people's inventions and schemes can be limitless Mm -hmm. so I don't know what like the biggest um like pursuit he's done with his skills do you know um, I don't, and I okay. think the complicated thing also with Cyborg is that because he's involved in so many different, like, iterations, mm-hmm. like, A technically, because, guys captured. Yeah, because we're talking about Teen Titans, we should really just be considering what he does in the television show. Yeah, okay. Um, and I feel like the television show doesn't really show him doing that much, just the way yeah, it's I set agree. up. I agree, I feel like they almost give Robin the, like the mastermind yeah skills yeah like i think cyborg is like their engineer and i think also he maybe maybe that's in the comics now i don't remember in some iteration he like builds their tower oh tight and stuff like that um but yeah i don't remember how much he's actually doing in this kind of amazing so maybe more in the realm of realism because that that seems more like a, a realism tv show at least yeah. Compared to the rest of our list. Like I already said, I think I want Lisa to win this matchup just because there are so few. Not to say, like, critical thinkers is how I'm thinking of it. But obviously that's not accurate. But it's just like there's so few of that kind of intelligence on the list. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. feel like Cyborg's type of intelligence is really represented. Mm-hmm. And also he might not be the strongest example of it on okay. the list. Oh, I like that argument. Yeah. And for that reason, I side with you. Okay, we'll yeah. say Lisa on this one. Lisa. Then. Okay. Um, also, I mean, I know we're both going to have different criteria, and this is part of why, like, the yeah. debating is going to get interesting, but I, I am it's interested to see how, yeah, how we differ. Anyways, our next matchup, 
And this one's like an easy choice for me. But our next matchup is Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist oh. versus Phineas and Ferb from Phineas oh and Ferb. Oh my god. I want to see this in a fight scene. It would be pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Aaron. I don't know much about either of them. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll, I'll take this one on and I can tell you. <laughs> I feel like I want to lead towards um, Edward. Yeah. See... I think Edward is like the super easy choice. So the first thing mm. is that Edward, we know, um, has been doing alchemy, which is basically a combination another, of like, like yeah, of like chemistry and math and all these crazy things. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing alchemy since he was literally like four, like four or five. So Red. his father is this famous alchemist, mm-hmm. and he has all these alchemy books at their house, and he's absent, and in his absence. Edward and his younger brother, younger brother Alphonse, are, like, messing around with the alchemy books. So we know that Ed's pretty good at alchemy from a very young age. Mm. Um, we also know, so his mother dies, and... From alchemy? She dies of, she has the sickness. She's been the sick sickness. for... The sickness, yeah. She's been All sick right. for I'm a familiar. long time. Okay. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so she dies when they're, like, I think Ed's, like, 11. Um... And this concept of Full Metal Alchemist is that any sort of human alchemy is illegal because it's so dangerous. <laughs> and also, you know, you just shouldn't be doing... It's, you know, it's like involves um, changing somebody's body, but also bringing people back to life. Mm-hmm. And so there's not even like knowledge really of how to bring people back to life. But Ed and Al bring their mom back to life and they create this manner of alchemy all by themselves like they don't have much they can do to research it so they basically have to come up with it that's a huge category yeah um and once again he's like 11 at the time um and then there's like this section of the government that's state alchemists and they're basically like um part of the military and he becomes a state alchemist i think when he's like 14 so like he's like famously like an alchemy prodigy this is dope who also like created a subsect that is also pretty yeah frowned upon yeah necromancy yeah it's like the kind of thing like other people have done this as well but the knowledge of how to do it is not well known so he had to figure it out himself like writing in wikipedia he just like pulled that out of real research yeah okay yeah and then he's also really interesting because he's um a really philosophical guy i mean like part of that comes out of like having tried to bring his mother back to life and like um it fails because basically the show tells you you what you create bringing somebody back to life through alchemy is never actually going to be a human oh no but he succeeds as much as you can basically yeah so like he's very philosophical based on like that and i mean he's just a really interesting guy also i mean (laughs) in middle school he was like my ultimate anime crush um, and will forever be like really high up there and saluting he's the perfect the perfect boy (laughs) oh tender so that's him that seems lovely i feel like i've been really moved by that are you able to devil's advocate the other one at all um, no, I, <laughs> I don't think they're a good matchup, but because they're going to show up later in the, mm. in the thing, I'll just give you a rundown. Oh, tight. Um, so Phineas and Ferb, it's a TV show, um, basically the whole thing set during their summer vacation and okay. every single day they're like coming up with something fun to do. And so they'll like literally in a summer afternoon, whip up these crazy inventions that are like 
well, we're going to do this today. And then you never, like, see the process of them, like, putting these things together. But, like, one second they'll be like, oh, I think it's always Phineas is like, Ferb, I think I know what we're going to do today. And then, like, the next time you see them, they've got, like, this insane roller coaster that's the best roller coaster you've ever seen that they've designed and built and mm-hmm. like kids everybody in town is riding it all in one afternoon yeah, so tracks. like obviously these kids are fucking engineering masterminds yeah. but like seriously but i don't think it like is the same to me as like just the sheer like scope of what ed's doing mm-hmm. yeah life yeah. Back from the dead is... And that's... Yeah. I don't even know what you're... Yeah. Living through right over there. With that look on your face. I mean, it's... <laughs> Fullmetal Alchemist is truly, like, the greatest of all time. Yeah. Like, one of the greatest. I feel like um, my brothers would argue in favor of the Fullmetal Alchemist yeah. choice here. Okay. I'm gonna go Edward, then. I'm gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> this one, I don't know if either of us are gonna have strong opinions. Why? Okay, so it's... Number one from oh, yeah. Codename Kids Next Door. Once again, hate that name, but British people don't pronounce ours. Um, <laughs> Number one. And then Mary and Susan Test from Johnny Test, which let me tell you, I watched a couple episodes of today. Probably the worst show I've ever seen. In it's my life. garbage. It's so bad. Why'd they even name it Johnny Test? Like that's because really Johnny Quest is an old TV show. Yeah, but why would they? It's not even like harkening back to it. I, I don't know. It's just unnecessarily confusing i don't know somebody thought it was smart i disagree with them okay. i'm every time i watched that show it's just really angry it had no reference to johnny quest yeah it's so, a bad show it's it, really bad that too it's not even good is that the one with the dog in it yeah there's the dog it's not good also the fact that these characters are twins i think is truly just somebody wanted them to be twins because I watched two episodes, and I knew their names were Mary and Susan from doing research, and I never <laughs> figured out which one was which. I was just like, okay. So. Yeah, I've got, I've got nothing to fight for for that show. Yeah. What was the other one? Um, number still one to win. Oh, from okay. Codename Kids Next Door. Uh, I feel like I really enjoyed some of the plots of that show, and that would be my reason for yeah. voting for number one. I, I like the show better. Um, yeah. It was funny, so. It's hard to, like, be strict about that. Yeah. Not biased. Oh my god. Well, sometimes we might have to be. But okay. so in my notes, um, for number one, what I did say was plans are not very subtle and they're dubiously effective. So oh, the two episodes I watched, like once again, the plans were not good and they never actually did what he wanted them to do. Okay. So I'm not sure he's actually that good of a strategist yeah versus uh mary and susan we do know that their inventions work mm-hmm. okay so Shit. okay once again like the show is much worse god <laughs> but i think we do have to give it to mary and susan well you think okay all right because right. we're basing it on whether how smart they are you're right you're at right. least to a i've degree. already fallen off of the motivation here you're right Aaron. yeah we're sticking okay. with the plot of who's okay. a better who's Who's like, a better whiz kid? Who, yeah, a better whiz kid whose um, brain power takes them to the furthest degree of, like, um, imaginative hijinks. Yeah, or at least who we think is maybe more compelling. Okay. I don't know. I The, the reason I say that is because I have a lot of qualms with Dexter's lab, 
not as a TV show, Ooh. but as, like, the way they show, like, genius, oh. which we could talk about later. That'll be great. But, yeah. So, for this one, we have to give it to Mary and Susan, I think. Yeah, I bet you're right. Unless you can remember a really banger moment from number one. <laughs> uh, no. I just remember thinking that the storylines in the show in general were pretty refreshing. Yeah, it's a good show. I will yeah. say, so... A lot of these shows I, like, watched a couple episodes just as a refresher, mm-hmm. and Codename Kids Next Door has this set of characters called, like, the Delightful Children from oh, Down the Lane, my God. and they always speak in tandem, and they're just, like, eerily perfect, and they're truly wonderful characters. So. They're like an eldritch monster. Yes. They're very scary. Yes. The also the other thing I think is interesting is that they and Number One all speak in, like, pretty posh British accents, mm. and number four has like a cockney accent and looks like the delightful children so i'm kind of wondering if he's like somehow related to them and like has decided to speak in this cockney accent to be like i I do not affiliate myself with them yeah maybe he was like forced to go to whatever like prep school they went to and like defected yeah maybe we should rewatch that show yeah maybe we'll look into it more hulu yeah Yeah. (laughs) i really like number four yeah, he's fun. I always like number five's the best. She's my favorite. Oh, she was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to revisit that. <laughs> oh, this, anyway. ma- this matchup, almost too perfect. We've got Dexter versus Mandark. <laughs> oh! Just as Mandark would have wanted. Yeah. Not Dexter. I think Dexter's frustrations come from the root that like Mandark is effortlessly surpassing him. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, it sucks. I... My bias is Dexter because we see all of his frustrations, all his struggles, like with Dee Dee and keeping his shit secret. This, okay, I feel like I have a tangent waiting in the wings about certain TV shows um, and the engineering and shit in it mm-hmm. because I feel like depending on how close to realism the like the animation acts like it is, the more limited you are and how how inventive you're thinking it like in phineas and ferb they made a fucking roller coaster in afternoon that's like highly imaginative Mm -hmm. but like other ones maybe like uh cyborg is probably more realistic more has more confines yeah yeah and then like double d could like you in the very next shot you have yourself a rickety ass roller coaster yeah some kit bashed bullshit and i love that but yeah it's like in the context of the show, how far can you uh, push it? So I really enjoy Dexter's Lab for this reason because I feel like it's really on the the far side of um, mm-hmm. leaving reality and you can go anywhere with it. Um, that had nothing to do between the two of them. Yeah, but I, it's, <laughs> it's relevant information. Thank you. And I feel like we've seen Mandark's lab and he's just like in almost in like alien technology. Very futuristic. Yeah. 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 I hate to say it. What do you feel? So, um, and we can debate this further. Mm -hmm. So my thinking, um, when I was kind of making my notes is Mm -hmm. that something I noticed in Dexter's lab is that we see their inventions, but we never actually see them doing mm. science. Yeah. Um, we never see them testing them or anything. <laughs> no. Which kind of bothers me personally. And, like, I'm not married to realism, but just seeing them with a finished product does not do anything to convince me that they're actual geniuses. Okay. Um, 
it's like it's a stupid it's just like a storytelling thing for me mm-hmm. where i just don't find it that interesting interesting oh, okay yeah not interesting yeah <laughs> type. yeah the the couple episodes i watched you know like they're saying smart words mm-hmm. and they have the technology and then suddenly they're standing in front of an astromech droid yeah whereas opposed to like jimmy neutron we know that he's failed Mm-hmm. We know that he's testing things. Oh my we God, know yeah. that he has to problem solve. Mm-hmm. And when he's talking about science in like the couple episodes I watched, he's actually explaining why the science works in a certain way. Yeah, they do. So reference we know it. he understands it. Yeah, like actual real world shit a lot. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, and like obviously this is just a stylistic difference. Yeah. I actually think Dexter's Lab is an incredibly funny and entertaining oh, yeah. television show. Moving forward, I just don't find it that interesting. Okay. You and, know? And in the confines of the game we're playing today, yeah. Like, which of the ways kids is more potent? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although, like, I mean, I could, I could be persuaded that, like, mm. because Dexter's doing these crazy things that it's, like... You know, like a better representation of genius. That's that's fine, but Shit. we can make that a case by case basis. That's later. gonna be really painful later if if it comes down to like thinking, how are we doing these maths? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited about it. But so for now, I feel like it's Mandark, man. You think it's Mandark? I hate. I hate. I feel like a traitor. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine <laughs> with Mandark. I actually cool. have no argument between either of them. All right. Okay, we've got Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja mm. Turtles versus Cindy Vortex from Jimmy Neutron. Oh, I love, I love, uh, well, shoot, I don't know the capacity of uh, Donatello. Yeah, I don't know the capacity of Cindy Vortex, and actually, I never watched TMNT. Cindy is, like, very multi-talented. She, like, does Tai Chi. She is, like, really smart in ways that are not just inventing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like in the, the Silent Air and I own the, the, uh, Jimmy Neutron movie, which doubles as the pilot. And in that Cindy, like revealed the reason why she's rivals with Jimmy is because she was the smartest kid in class. And, and then like, therefore also town because, um, um, until Jimmy showed up and then like despises him for it. But yeah, she's a really good thinker. Um, she doesn't really get to invent anything in that show too much because it's not about her. But, yeah. like, she always would have, like, pretty dope, realistic kid science experiments. And then he's, like, you know, like a cartoon uh, whiz kid with yeah. unlimited access to all of these scrap metals, apparently. Yeah, yeah where's um, he getting this stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's the only difference between her and Jimmy. Um, yeah, I, I mean, know. it's an unfair matchup, and it's also... Um, hard to evaluate just because being the smartest kid at, like, like a normal suburban school, yeah, yeah. that doesn't tell us much. Like, I'm sure she's mm-hmm. very smart, but, like... Oh, you know what I'm realizing? What? Is the dynamic between her and Jimmy is very much like Paris and Rory Gilmore from Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. 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 And once again... And there's a romance between Yeah, them. I was going to say, much like Cindy and Jimmy, Paris and Rory <laughs> exactly. should have dated. So They didn't get their chance, dude. It um, sucks. I don't know. I mean, I think it's hard. The one thing that I had to say for Donatello, having only researched okay. anything about him today, because I don't... I've never seen that show. Um, I find it incredible. I 
doubt that these turtles have been to school. <laughs> when did they get turned? Um, well, they were turtles that got turned into humanoid no turtles. No fucking way! So I assumed it was a street shark situation. No, I've it, been they are, the I believe, actual turtles that got turned humanoid. Yeah, no in which school. case, this kid has no formal education, and the right. shit he's doing is pretty incredible, yeah. so he must be really smart. Oh my god, I feel like... I feel like I'm leaning towards him right yeah. now. Yeah, I just I just feel like like I don't know everything. Cindy's really regular. Yeah, like, I don't know everything about him yeah. particularly, but if he's doing engineering and mechanics and stuff mm-hmm. like that without any education, he's yeah. very clever. Yeah. So. Cindy's like a very realistic, real world Ivy League potential person. Yeah. Like we all know the type. Yeah. But, okay, I'm leaning towards yeah. Donatello. And once again, nothing against Cindy whatsoever. No. Yeah, but... I, she has my respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we've got Lisa Simpson again mm-hmm. versus this time Winry Rockbell from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh. Um, and she is, so there's this type of prosthetic. It's basically just prosthetics in Full Metal Alchemist that they call auto male. And she's an auto male mechanic and engineer. Um, cool. And honestly, I think. Kind of like Lisa, she is also, like, a more realistic sort of intelligence. Like, she grew up learning how to do, um, like, essentially mechanical engineering from Mm. her grandmother. Um, So she has been an apprentice, and she's very good at it. That's so cool. Does that make her a genius? No, it just makes her very skilled at her trade, but, like... Talented child. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I might give this one to Lisa. I feel that, too. That argument in the beginning made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whipping through them. Yeah, we're whipping through them. This em. is very exciting. Do you have any more thoughts on this on this matchup? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I had to check. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Wow, we're really... They're really trying to, like, figure out about people we've already mentioned. So this time we've got... <laughs> we've got Cyborg versus Winry. They're so curious about us now. Yeah. Cyborg versus Winry. Okay. This is, I, this is so interesting because it's, like, not, like, a bracket system where, yeah. like, if somebody surpasses, they're not out. Yeah. This is so interesting. Yeah, okay. it's it's genuinely trying to get the entire ranking. Huh. Which I think will be interesting. Um, Sounds hard. This one. This one's an interesting matchup because I feel like they're smart in the same ways. Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm choosing Winry for this one because we know she had to work for it. And we've seen it. Yeah. In the media. Yeah. Okay. I enjoy seeing the notes. Maybe this is what our teachers felt like when they were like, show your work, uh-huh. you stupid babies. <laughs> no. <laughs> I almost made her do a spit take across yeah. my computer. Yeah. No. No, the real reason they have you show your work is that, um, at least in math, is if your logic is sound and you've gotten to a certain point correct, they can give mm-hmm. you partial credit for that's the lovely. answer. Yeah. Respect it. At least I think that's why. I'd hope. I'd hope. That I sounds mean, like benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I think it's partially to prove that you know what you're actually doing, and then partially so that you can get partial credit. Okay. Let me do it. Anyway. And therefore, Winry. <laughs> therefore, Winry. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> therefore. Okay. We've got Wade from Kim Possible versus... Oh my god. Velma Dinkley from Scooby-Doo. I forgot about both of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um... I'm feeling Wade. I love Velma. Yes. She has a very logical, clear-headed mind. They wouldn't not be nearly as effective without her. But like, yeah. he has the benefit of having like a more 
cartoonish yeah uh cartoon that he's in and therefore access to computers and uh you know yeah the other the other thing about wade that i think is really funny that i found out just recently is that he's 10 years old Oh my god! I assumed he was a teenager. Oh my god! Because they are. Yeah, because he's friends with what the fuck, with Kim dude? and Ron, but he's ten, so I don't know how he met these guys. That's kind of weird. Yeah, but um, huh. he's obviously smarter than Velma. Velma, I yeah. think, has like what a lot of these characters run into, which is that they're the smartest amongst a group of idiots. <sighs> yeah, and so, like she'll go far in the universe. Yeah, yeah, you're right, but not not like the wizziest kid of the two. Yeah. Okay, this not one's an interesting. Interesting Wait. matchup. We've got Edward Elric versus Alphonse Elric. Uh-oh. Um, oh, right. The... So the brothers. Okay. Um, I'm feeling Edward. I think it is Edward because I think... Um, I feel like he, like, is an... And this is, like, almost opposite to what we were saying with that we know... Um, oh, my God. Who are we just talking about? Oh, where we said Winry had to work for it. Mm, I do feel like Alphonse had to work to be good at alchemy, where Ed is almost a more natural talent. Which is, like, obviously the opposite of what we just said about Winry, but I do feel like that proves that Edward's more of a genius, perhaps. Yeah, because he, like, excelled so much faster and easier. Yeah, like, I almost feel like he just understands it. The wizier of the two. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's how I'm, like, watering the decision down to myself. It's like, who's Wizier here? Who's Wizier? Who's, who's Cheese Wiz is easiest? Who's cheese, <laughs> who's cheese Wiz slides the smoothest? Yeah, Aaron. <laughs> okay, we'll say Edward. Think about it. Okay. What's happening? Uh, Phineas and Ferb versus Alphonse Elric. Ah. Uh. I feel like I just don't respect the show Phineas Ferb, and I wish I did. But oh, it's such a good show, really? actually. Okay. Yeah, Should I mean, I give it it's time like, of day? it's not like it has a storyline, so it's a little bit less interesting than some shows. But okay. it's just really fun to watch. That's good. Yeah. Um. Okay. I feel like I want to make the case for Edward because Wait, it's Alphonse. Oh, it's Alphonse. Oh, well, I think I'm feeling Phineas and Ferb. Well, we already did Edward versus uh, Phineas and Ferb. Wow. And then we just did. And now we're doing Alphonse huh. versus Phineas and Ferb. Oh, God. Um, I'd be fine with saying Phineas and Ferb. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Tight. Okay. Princess Bubblegum from oh, um, yeah. Adventure Time versus Bulma from Dragon Ball. Oh. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Two wonderful women. <laughs> yeah. I. Fuck. This is so hard. And in all of these things where we're ranking shit, I have such a hard time of, like, not letting my, like, personal bias infiltrate. Yeah. And actually, I think this matchup is almost designed for personal bias to come ah. in because I feel like the characters are really pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. <laughs> well, neither of them are getting counted out of the list. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, my God. You're Oh, that's so exciting. Now I feel a lot... Less yeah. guilt. Okay. Yeah, they'll still be around. Okay, of the two, let's think. Okay, who's Wizier? So, Balma feels like real world engineering. Yes. Okay. Yes, she does. And um, Princess Bubblegum has is way more outlandish. Yeah, has the stylishness yeah. of the show on her side. Yeah. Stylized, is the word I meant. Um. So who's Wizier? 
what I obviously my bias is coming into this. I want to say Balma so bad. Same. Oh, okay. Well, then oh, let's just all do right. It. Tight. <laughs> I just like I love her so much. Yeah, I think she's such a great character. She's a baller since day one. Yeah, feminist icon. Yeah, and yeah. this one I really feel like is a hard matchup because mm-hmm. in a lot of the other ones where I feel like they're on evil even playing field, like. Mm-hmm. The one character obviously has a more interesting personality than the other. And then in this one, you're both like, these two characters both rule. Yeah. This is rough. Anyways, we'll say Balma. Tight. Okay. So we've got Mary and Susan test again versus Connie from Steven Universe. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) I don't even... I'm not... Yeah, let's go. Okay. Tight. So now we've got... My boy, Double D, from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Your boy. My boy! (laughs) Okay, now the case comes up to what... Is he your boy or my boy? Sally, when we first brought this up a year ago, you told me that you never liked Double D because you thought he was boring. Is this how this all started? Yes. This is literally how the entire idea of us having a podcast started. You was we were talking about Edda and Eddie, and you told me that you had always thought Double D was boring, and Double D had always been my favorite. Fuck, that makes me so sad. You're right. So he's my boy. You're right. Ed is my boy, and I'm I'm doing revisionist history right now. He can kind of be your boy, too, if you want. I just love that show, but you're right. He's your yeah. boy. Yeah. Okay, so Double D from Ed, Ed, and Eddie versus AJ from The Fairly Odd Parents. Mm, okay. I feel like it's an obvious Double D for me. Okay. Yeah. Give, give us some, spit some reasons. I, was I, I know what your reasons pondering, are, but the viewers, yeah, the I was listeners. Pondering AJ earlier... Because I was researching him, and I think his his skills is, like, more the realistic, kind of regular, <laughs> um, relatable type. And Double D's is the, you know, one shot to the next. You have yourself a rocket ship um, that breaks space-time, and suddenly you're tripping through um, interdimensional... Yeah. Yeah. The other great thing about Double D is literally... They'll be, like, on the run from, like, Kevin or something. Mm-hmm. And then... He just, like, ends out of frame. Yeah, he's, like, grabbing something. Or, like, Ed is, like, handing him garbage. Mm-hmm. And he's just using literally whatever garbage Ed hands yeah. him to build something on the fly. I feel like he's the most resourceful of the Wiz kids. Absolutely. His shit looks like shit, and I love <laughs> yes. that. Like, you can see where it's a broom, where it's his mom's yes. dress, it, like... You know where it came from. It's kick-ass shit, and I really respect him yes, for it. Yes, it's yeah. both, like, very outlandish and also very realistic, mm-hmm. because, like, it's just garbage that looks yeah. like garbage, but it's... also... <laughs> and he even, like, utilizes Ed as an instrument sometimes. Yeah. It's so cool. Yes. And, and he's, like, a master at playing whatever instrument that is from, like, the boat episode. I don't remember that, but that's he's... great. Yeah, and they, like, never come back to that again. It's... Yeah, yeah, he's obviously a very interesting person, and he loves plants and like learning. Yep. He's got books for days. He's a bug guy. I feel he's like he's got the guy. little ant farm. Ants. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he counts them. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, he's got little... a labeler. God bless Double D. Yeah, he's he's gonna go far in this game. He's gonna go really I'm far. Biased. If if you didn't <laughs> already guess from the fact that we were fighting over whether he was my boy or Sally, Aaron's boy. right. <laughs> it's your boy. We both love him. He's great. I've come around. Yeah, because we we yeah we were rewatching that show and being as like the twenty nine year olds we are now and being like this shit stands up the same way it did when I watched it as a child. It's so good. It's worthwhile. I recommend it. All you all you adults out there, give mm-hmm. it another chance. You know. Yeah, 
Especially if you were alive during the 90s, mm-hmm. I feel like you could appreciate this uh, television yeah. show. It's it's really funny. Yeah. Tight. What are we looking at now? We've got Mandark versus Jimmy Neutron, oh! Boy Genius. Oh! I feel like I already made a case for this, where mm. that we see Jimmy actually mm-hmm. going through the scientific process. Yeah. yeah. So, Erin, I feel like we should watch the Jimmy Neutron movie after this, because you'd really love it, like... The first glimpse we get as viewers of his lab, he walks down, he, like, gets in there with all of his secret, like, codes and shit. He goes in there and he's got this, like, um, Lazy Susan type thing of all of his latest experiments on there. And he's doing, like, a status report on everything. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking cool. That's, he's like, this one's failing. That's pretty good. This yeah. one blew up in my face. Yeah. Shit goes wrong for him all the time. And I love to see f- failure in the yeah. creative process. Yeah. I feel like that just, like is more indicative Mm -hmm. to me of somebody who's actually doing science yeah (laughs) now i'm conflicted though because mandark could make anything could make anything real could invent like literally anything he ever wanted into this universe and i feel like confused (laughs) yeah I guess it is the question. He's powerful, man. Are we more concerned with who is actually the whizzier mm, kid, the or who kid? is the more compelling whiz kid? Oh, fuck. Maybe we can. Oh, that's so hard. I feel like we've been like answering things differently for both. Kind of. Maybe I don't know. Well, maybe... I think this is like maybe a... this is like the the key. The key matchup for this to be the debate, you know, like Mm -hmm. with the other characters, I feel like it's been more straightforward Mm -hmm. and now we really have to decide which is more important (laughs) to us. And also maybe once we get our like tiered list, we can then give like ribbons out to who's like the grittier, more compelling Mm -hmm. and then who's like could synthesize literally your greatest imaginings into real life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in that case, if we're going to go... For, like, balls to the walls, who could do the most? Right to the wall. Mm -hmm. I think Mandark wins because nobody else is going to come close to that. So do we want to just say that knowing that Mandark's going to end up winning? Because once we've decided, we kind of have to stick to it. I don't know, dude. This is rough. I don't know. What do you think is right? What feels right in your heart? I am way more interested in which is more compelling. Let's do that. And then I'm fine with being, like, special shout-out to yeah. Mandark who can do it. <laughs> yeah. You know okay. what? I feel like that'll make for a much more interesting list. Yes. And respectable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll go Jimmy. We'll go Jimbo. Tight. Okay. I'd Lisa... love to see that crossover. Sorry. Go on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy versus Dexter. Yeah. They did a Jimmy Neutron Timmy Turner thing once. And... I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. That was, like, the first Marvel Cinematic Universe, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you can laugh at me. It was a good joke. Oh, thank you. It um, was genuine. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> we've, we've got Lisa Simpson versus Donatello. Okay. <laughs> this one's hard. Okay. What can Donatello do? I think he's essentially, like, an engineer. An engineer. A mechanic. Does he make all their shit? I think he does. Okay. Or, like, it sounds like he makes, like, little robots and, like, gadgets and stuff that will help him fight. Woof. And stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like he's leaving Lisa behind a minute. Yeah, it it truly is, like, I cannot stress enough the fact that this turtle 
<laughs> I would assume has not been to school. So like, I cannot stress enough. How does a mutant turtle somehow just have hands and know what to do with them? Right. Like, <laughs> such a good point compared to like a kid who's like book smart. Yeah. Okay. And like. I mean, I will say again, Lisa's not just book smart. She, like... You're right. She's is a very critical thinker. Values and she walks the walk. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I do feel like it's not quite the same. Like, Lisa is still a very attainable mm-hmm. level of knowledge and understanding. Well said. It's um, outstanding that she's eight mm-hmm. and goes to public school and has this level of understanding. Yeah. But, like, I don't think it's the same. But she is, like, mm-hmm. my favorite of, like, the quote-unquote normal kids that are on this list i feel like she's my favorite she's quite great yeah yeah but we can give her a special shout out later but i feel like it's donatello yeah cool okay lisa versus cindy wow once again pretty similar types yeah oh lisa's younger i would love for them to meet yeah they probably like each other i feel like uh, jimmy neutron is is like not that adult of a show so it like doesn't try to maybe challenge the audience as much mm-hmm. with Cindy as it does Lisa. So I feel like I'm leaning Lisa. Yeah, I think so too. Type. Okay, Winry Rockbell versus Cindy Vortex. Winry Rockbell. Once again, both, from, yeah, from Full Metal Alchemist. Both very achievable, yeah. I would say. Versus Cindy. Uh, I'm not sure I really feel strongly about this matchup. No, I could I could move on from it. But whomst? Well, we could say there is a no opinion option, which oh. would mean that they probably are just going to end up as a tie. Okay, interesting. Let's just say no opinion. Yeah, let's be honest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We've got Edward Elric versus Wade from Kim Possible. Nice. Ooh. I'm going to ride or die with Ed on this one. I agree. Okay. I mean, not with the ride or die but just <laughs> that he would win here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also, uh, another element, well, this might come up in later matchups. All I want to say is that <laughs> aside from, like, being an alchemy prodigy and being, like, very philosophical, we also know that he spends a lot of time doing research and stuff like that. Ooh. And I just feel like it just feels very academic. Yeah. Like, he just feels very... Yeah. Very smart. You could tell that I like spent three oh. or four years of my life having a massive crush on this. You can tell, yeah, of this cartoon character. Plus, <laughs> uh, I feel like we don't really get to know Wade outside of him just being like the eye in the sky for Kim. That's very true, and that's all right. Yeah. So I agree with you on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phineas and Ferb versus Wade. Phineas and Ferb. I feel like I'm gonna give this one to Phineas and Ferb because, mm-hmm. um. Same. The number of things they do is like, I think I wrote this in my notes for somebody else, but like truly multidisciplinary. Like <laughs> they could do pretty much anything. Wow. Ooh, are they like Mandark level, dude? I cannot wait to see how far this goes. They are essentially oh, Mandark God. level. Like they do these things once again in an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> like. And what's the cleanliness? Is it double D or is it polished? Oh, it is polished. Ooh. One of the episodes I was watching today, um, they're doing something, like, totally goofy. They're, like, they've built the ultimate batting cage that utilizes algebra to, like... That's really cool! To make you have to do this, all this stuff in a crazy, like, 
crazy mathematic like degree of sh- That's hitting lovely. a baseball. And then um, one of the subplots for that episode is that their sister Candace is at a water park, like an extreme water sports um, date with her boyfriend, which interesting. we're going to glide past everything I just said. Okay. Um, but so she's at this water park and it's like totally extreme wonderful it's packed full of people and she like turns to her boyfriend and she's like this is crazy who built this oh my god and then he's like oh a couple of kids who live in the neighborhood one of them has a triangle shaped head and (laughs) so it's like phineas and ferb built this water park one day (laughs) the way everyone's just fucking fine with that like children build a fucking water park in the neighborhood well like there's a lot of running gags throughout the show and it's literally like every episode like Every episode, will, someone will say, where's Perry? That's their pet platypus, mm. who's also, like, a secret agent. Okay. And then every episode, um, or at least for a while, people will be like, aren't you kids a little young to be building a blah, 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 blah? And they'll be like, yes, yes, we are. And then they'll just go about their business. So there's, like, all of these lines that, like, are in every episode. So that's uh, one of the running gags. Well, self-aware. Yeah. That's great. It's a really good show. I might check that out. Yeah, you should. That sounds enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, so I think yeah. Phineas and Ferb is yeah. <laughs> so I felt that from the start. Let's do it. Cool. Okay, Alphonse Elric versus Wade. Hmm. Again, I feel like we only know like one note of Wade. Yeah. And yeah, Al- okay. Alphonse is like main character. Cool. Yeah. Connie versus Balma. <gasps> Don't! Ah! I, I think there's more grounds to say that Balma's a genius than Connie. Yeah, Connie feels like a realistic person. Yeah, yeah. Connie once again, like, clearly an exceptional child, yeah, much truly. like Lisa, but, like, yeah. just not yeah. not a um, genius, I would say. Balma it is. Yeah. yeah. Connie versus Princess Bubblegum. Oh. I think it's the same, same argument. thing. Yeah. yeah. I love you, Connie. Yeah, sorry, Connie. <laughs> okay, Jimmy Neutron versus Double D. Damn it. Okay, it's happening. Yeah, right? it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron versus Double D. Okay. Um, on the spectrum of, like, thrown together garbage, which, you know, I'm a huge fan of, um, Double D is a little bit further down that road. Mm-hmm. And, but Jimmy Neutron is also quite messy. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. Which I love. I love it. Um who is more limitless? Well, okay, here's... I was thinking about this. In the Jimmy Neutron movie, they go to space, him and all of his classmates, in these rocket ships he built, like, in a night. Yeah. And they're not concerned about oxygen at all. They camp out on the moon. Yeah. It's not even addressed. Yeah, I just remember Jimmy was the kid who I was describing as interdisciplinary. Yeah. Because, like, he gets into, like, genetics. Yeah. He gets into time travel. Rocket science, <laughs> literally. Yeah. He, um... um Going into other dimensions, like, fairly odd parents shit. He's a very um impressive child. And yeah. like I like I said, you do see so much of the process there and, like, yeah. the problem-solving. Yeah, I really respect him. And yeah. he's got, like, like a lot of relatable... Uh, he goes through... I don't know. I feel like it's cool. It touches on a lot of emotional things, too, yeah. in the show. I know I'm getting off topic. You're right. <laughs> You're not. You're not getting off topic. Keep going. You didn't even say that. Um... <laughs> 
I might. Sally was like, Aaron's eyes are glazed over. Uh, it was genuine interest. I mistook it. Yeah, for, like, I was, I was like, yes. Going. Yeah, because that was like another part of the reason why I'm not super interested in Dexter and Mandark is that I feel mm. like they... Here it is. You know they have emotions, but they have like no emotional intelligence. You don't... Like, it's yeah, just not... they never learn anything. Yeah, and like... Yeah. With a show like Jimmy Neutron, maybe it's like set up this way because it is a more narrative show than some of the others. It's like, oh yeah, you do feel like, you know, like yeah. Jimmy is learning. And... Yeah, and like facing some like intense philosophical questions. Yeah, a lot. I do like that. Yeah. for the show. As much as I love Double D, I do think Jimmy Neutron is more compelling here. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Great. Our boy. Our boy. Okay, Mandark versus Double D. Mandark sucks as he's not compelling. Yeah. Mandark, I think, is smarter than Double D. Double D is, like, clearly an engineering mastermind. Oh. But outside of science and his, like, little thrown-together inventions, which aren't even inventions, they're like, what can I think of in the moment? Right. I think Double D is an idiot. Yeah, True. Also, I was going to say he is empathetic. Like, I was also going to say um, emotionally literate, but I don't think that anymore. Not socially literate at all. No. And that's why he survives with his gang of Eds. Yeah. I I wouldn't say he's necessarily very emotionally intelligent Mm -hmm. either. Yeah. Although, one of my favorite Double D moments is Mm -hmm. there's an episode... I think it starts off where they're trying to do some sort of, like, paperboy. When they're doing the paperboy scheme, it keeps starting to rain. Like, it'll there'll be this sudden downpour. And then it stops raining, and Double D's like, Ah, spring rain, blah, 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 blah. And he's, like, doing this, like, poetic little <laughs> tangent. And then it'll start, like, to rent, like a tor- torrential downpour will start and interrupt him. And then it'll stop, and he'll, like, continue on his poetic, like... <laughs> diatribe i think it's so funny but also like he's got like kind of a an artistic soul in a way truly which i appreciate yeah he's really he's really multifaceted yeah he's a very deep interesting person yeah mandark is evil and shitty yeah mandark sucks he's not very well-rounded sure he's like effective in this one specialized direction like probably the most of any character on this list yeah. But is he well-rounded? Yeah, so I will say... Will he win the day? Of of the research I did, because I had not watched Dexter's Lab in a long time, Yeah, I watched the first episode, and then the first episodes that Mandark shows up in. And in the first episode that Mandark shows up in, he's, like, reading people's minds, first oh, of all, which was, God. <laughs> which was pretty great. I loved that. Okay. And then um, the teacher... Is like spitting out rapid fire questions and Mandark is oh, like yeah. answering them all before anyone yeah. else can. Mm-hmm. And they're in like a wide variety of subjects, but they're also like rote memorization type mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so you're answering these questions farther th- faster than anybody else, but that doesn't mean that you're smart. It means that you can like remember facts. Yeah, regurgitate. Yeah, which I like. I also have a very good memory. I don't consider myself intelligent because of that. Okay. Like, you know. Okay. I don't think it's useful. Yeah. No. I mean, it's useful, obviously, but it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think memory is useful. I really wish I could remember a goddamn thing. 
that would change things here. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean, right? Like it's I think not so. it's not the same as intelligence. Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't know. I I think this is a mm. hard match. <laughs> what was it again, Mandark? I've just been shitting on who's the other person? Mandark and Double D. Right. I think Double D could also do anything. It would just like maybe take longer and mm-hmm. also probably fall apart in a very dangerous way halfway yeah. through. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is that Double D, I feel like, is all process. Mm-hmm. And Mandark all process. is all result. So, like, we know Mandark can spit out a good result. Mm-hmm. And we know Double D can... We know what his process is like. Oops, I accidentally clicked Double D. Good. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm fine. It's fine. We, okay. ne- we needed that. <laughs> Decision made. All right, cool. I'm not even going to finish that train of thought. That's fine. We've got Mandark versus AJ. I feel like Mandark. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, AJ. Yeah. Dexter versus AJ? It's Dexter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Edward Elric versus Donatello. Edward. I think it's Edward, yeah. Edward also had very little formal education, so... Yeah. Sorry, Donatello. And, yeah, I don't think Donatello ever uh, did any necromancy. Rose the de- <laughs> Yeah. Created a horror human, basically. He is a horror human. Yeah. <laughs> Horror, horror turtle? Donatello had, is the result of human transformation. cannot believe I did not realize they started out as turtles. Yeah, I had to look that up because I also... Where'd they get the personalities? That, great question. Yeah. Weird. But when I was like tr- doing some research to try to figure out what, why he was considered smart, I was like, wait, did did he start out as a human? <laughs> Turt. Turtle. Turtle. <laughs> okay. Um, why are you smart? Oh, for turtles' sake. For turtles. Um, okay, so we've got Phineas and Ferb versus Donatello. Phineas and Ferb. I like Phineas and Ferb mm-hmm. on this one. Yeah, they've done a lot of herd. Okay, Alphonse versus Donatello. I, f- I feel like I'm leaning Alphonse. Okay, I agree. Cool. Wade versus Donatello. Okay, um, <laughs> I kind of like Wade on this one. Interesting, tell me more. Ten. <laughs> he's ten, and then also, um, he's already finished college. Whoa, What? Yeah. Wait, Aaron, why did you bring this up soon? <laughs> why Sorry, did I stutter? I don't think it was I don't think it was relevant. <laughs> but the thing about Wade is that apparently as a ten year old, he's already gone to high school and finished college. Baller. And then he also has like invented the communication device that Kim uses. Um so on top of like being a hacker and stuff, oh. he's like created these gadgets for Oh her. hell yeah. I made it I made it that over Donatello. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Good on him. Velma versus Cyborg. I think Velma's just getting dunked on right now. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Velma. She's just like that. That show could have been live action for the most mostly. Absolutely, the, the animation gags. is yeah. very bad. Yeah, Repeating I mean it was also like sixties Hanna Barbera time where they just reused the yeah. run cycles. Sixties animation. It. It's, yeah. it's yeah, it's not their fault. It's a fast turnover, and it's a style that's beloved mm-hmm. for yeah for. All of us, posterity, you know. But yeah, uh, dunk on Velma. Yeah, dunk on Velma. Okay, <laughs> the Velma dunk sesh is officially over. Mandark versus Velma. Oh, I hate Mandark. Yeah, we hate... <laughs> we, we would literally hate to see a girl boss lose it to, to Mandark right now. I don't know what to do, Erin. This feels wrong. Ew. There's a couple, been a couple of these that have literally grossed me out. Like, how dare you? Yeah, this one... <laughs> I mean, the fact that we're both disgusted, I think, means that we're both kind of thinking that we should give it to Mandark. Yeah. AJ versus PB. So that's fair. Do I need a rewatch? 
Fairy Lab parents? That show does no. not hold up. No, it doesn't. And the other it thing sucks. Incidentally, both that and Johnny Test, Butch Hartman. Oh, oh crazy. What a theme. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think AJ is not, like, a major enough character to really, like, consider him as, like, a compelling option. Right. When I had originally been thinking about AJ, Mm -hmm. in my mind, I thought that he was one of those characters who just seems smarter because his friends are idiots. (laughs) Um, And then I was looking him up, and I was like, oh, he also has, like, a secret lab. And then apparently... He gets, like, all A's. I knew that. Yeah, and then apparently okay. in one of the episodes, it's like a, um, it's like a It's a Wonderful Life spoof where Timmy sees what his life would be like if he never existed. Oh, yeah? And apparently in that universe, um, AJ is, like, an elementary schooler who's attending an Ivy League. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... so what I'm hearing is Timmy makes everyone's life worse. Yeah, I think that that's very, very accurate. That's really interesting. Um... Okay, so he's, like, incredible. And so our version of the show, he's, like, stunted by Timmy. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I wow. do think AJ, like, in the canon is actually, like... What was this matching again? Connie. So I think okay. he's, quote-unquote, smarter than Connie. I think you're right. Um, yeah. But, like, once again, like, Connie is a normal... Yeah. Preteen. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll give it to AJ, mm-hmm. but it also doesn't feel great. No. Yeah. yeah. Double D versus Edward. You're a scientist through and through. <laughs> um, I, I think this one goes to Edward. Okay. Okay. Can yeah. I hear more about that though? Um, it's, I think the same thing where we were talking about double D and Mandark, where oh. we can see like double D's process, but we truly don't know if he had more time. Mm-hmm. And we know he does have more time and does not actually have the drive to do most of this outside of it. Yeah. But we never see what his end result with, like, lots of planning would be. Yeah, true. So it's, I think, harder to gauge. Okay. And then also, we know what Edward is like on the fly, but also with lots of planning. Hmm. And he's very good at thinking on the fly. Oh, I love to see it. And, you know, is doing, like, these complex science equations on the fly. Because, yeah, like, he uses alchemy to fight. So... He'll be using alchemy to, like, create this weapon while he's fighting. But he needs to know, like, what materials are in the thing he's using to create something and then what materials he needs to create it. Mm -hmm. So, like, he needs to have all of this information in his mind at the same time. Okay. Which I think is pretty impressive. Who are you leaning towards right now? Edward. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sally! Who are you talking? Double D is an alchemist? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going Edward on this one. That sounds great. That makes sense. Okay. Okay, Bulma versus Alphonse. Hmm. Like, I don't feel like I need to... But he's weaker in these matchups. I think so. Okay. So let's go Bulma. That makes sense. Let's go Bulma. Cool. And any huge Alphonse Elric fan listening to this is probably just (laughs) going to be, like, frothing at the mouth, but... Put that froth in the comments. Yeah. (laughs) Leave us a one-star review. Leave us a... (laughs) Please don't. We're going to end up with that just because of all the stupid challenges I've left for people. (laughs) Leave us a one star to show your love. Yeah, please do. Yeah, bringing it back to the normies, we've got Connie versus Lisa Simpson. Normies. Very, Uh, very similar characters. So good. Wow. You know, Lisa Simpson walked so that Connie could run. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, They both play instruments. Mm. They 
both feel like they're very smart in like a humanities sense. Oh, hell yeah. Both very just disoriented. Yeah. Uh, does Lisa do any sort of um, fencing or battle? No, she doesn't. Okay. Um, Sports. Once again, she's an eight-year-old in a realist, an realist television okay. show. Um, I think Connie's like 12 or 13. Yeah. You know, it is funny, though, that you ask about the fencing, because I also was considering fencing as, like, a big point in favor of Connie. Nice. But also, like, it's not like fencing is a more intelligent sport, mm. perhaps. Right. Although it is more strategy-based than a lot of other sports. Connie is probably a pretty good strategist. Mm. Definitely seen it. Was that me? That was me. Sorry, oh, everybody. Right. I assumed it was a cat. <laughs> nope. Um, Say goodbye to the high life. <laughs> It's fine. It survived. It's low life only now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's say let's say Lisa. That's, okay, that's fine. It's <laughs> getting like hard. It's I'm, getting. Really, I'm losing confidence. It's really hard. <sighs> Mary and Susan test make their <laughs> their triumphant return versus Winry. That test family tests my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> they can boot it. Um, what was the second person? <laughs> Sorry, Winry Rockbell still. Um. Damn it. Okay, I feel like I've got to put my, you know, vines to sign. Um, they're, they've got that they're same sort geniuses. of... In, yeah, that same sort of intelligence that, like, Dexter and Mandark do, to yeah, be honest. Simple um, genius. Yeah. The other thing I kind of liked is the first episode of Johnny Test that I watched mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. I watched two, and they were both <laughs> excruciating. Um, but the first episode I watched, uh, he encounters them he like comes into their lab and they're making ice rays to try to um slow the melting of the polar ice caps which i was like wait a minute oh okay so like they're actually they're paying attention they're actually creating things that are useful Mm -hmm. that's kind of dope i mean theoretically useful at least so i did appreciate that i'm i'm feeling like i'm gonna vote for them on this one yeah Yeah. number one versus winry i think this kid's an idiot i genuinely think he's an idiot (laughs) Say goodbye, number one. It's over! It's over. Suddenly over. Okay. Alright, so we're gonna do the list. Number 20. Ironically, is number one. Jesus, we slammed him. (laughs) This kid's a dumbass, I guess so. Um, okay. I can see that coming. (laughs) Number 19. Velma Dinkley. Yeah, that makes sense. Number 18. Cyborg. Okay. Tied at 16 is Winry Rockbell and Cindy Vortex. Okay. Number 15, the Test Twins. I'm surprised they got that high. Well, no, you know, I'm like, actually they're geniuses. surprised they got that low, but I think okay. our early, early um, bias. disdain for, <laughs> for For their brother. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and their dog. And their stupid dog. <laughs> and... Sorry, I'm like, I look like I'm picking my nose right now, not that you can see, but um, my <laughs> one of my nose rings got caught in my other nose ring. <laughs> I'll just leave it alone for How now. many do you have? Oh, that's I've right. I've got two. Oh, uh, yeah. I see it. Okay, number 14, <laughs> Connie. Okay. Number 13, Lisa Simpson. Okay, wow. Just, just beat out Connie. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Number 14, Donatello. Okay. Number 11, Wade. Mm-hmm. Number 10, Alphonse Elric. Yeah. Number 9, AJ from Fairly Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number 8, Princess Bubblegum. Mm. Number 7, Balma. Oh, wow. Wow. 
Wowie. Good for Beaumont. Oh, wow. This is truly some shocking stuff in the top five. Oh, God. Okay. Number six, Dexter from Dexter's Lab. Okay. Number five, Mandark from Dexter's Lab. That makes sense. I feel like it should have gone in that order. But who's top three? We still, we actually have a fourth first. Oh, my God. Number four, Double D. (gasps) Number three, do you want to guess? I can't remember anybody. I feel like Edward got high. Number three, Phineas and Fur. Oh, tight. Number two, Edward Elric. Okay. And number one, Jimmy fucking Neutron. Jimbo Neutron. Good for him. Boy genius. Truly. And you know what? He is the boy genius, apparently. Oh, that's tender. I feel like he deserves it. Yeah. That was hard fought, and he deserves it. Yeah, he does He does deserve it. That's a lot. I really agree with that top five. Yeah, it's a good top five. It feels right. Um... I will say I like Edward better than Jimmy Neutron, so I feel yeah. like Edward is the real number one in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but once again, Jimmy truly... I love this trope in in cartoons. Yeah. Ta- talk it. about it. Is it is it just the element of kind of being able to do anything, or yeah. is it something... And it gets fucking weird. Like, where the creators of the show want to go with it. Like, I'm thinking about in Dexter's lab. There are parts of his lab he hasn't seen in years, and they get, like, fucking haunted and, like, mysterious. Like, where is he building this shit? Why isn't his parents' power bill? I have questions. And any character with a secret lab, you're kind of like, how on earth? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's actually, like, the other big running gag from Phineas and Ferb is that, um, Candace, their sister, is always trying to get them busted by their mom mm-hmm. for, like, doing these crazy things in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And so their mom will get back from, like, grocery shopping or whatever, and there's still, like, this massive roller coaster in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And Candace is like, Mom, Mom, like, look at what the boys are doing. And then, like, some sort of oh crazy thing will come through and, like, like a giant eagle will come through and swoop <laughs> the roller coaster off into the what air. The fuck? And then the mom won't see any of it, you know? So oh my it's like, god. She's like, what? It is truly like the ultimate, like, how are we keeping this secret from mom? Although the the brothers are like totally blissfully unaware that oh they're god. trying to keep a secret from anyone. Um, but yeah, in other circumstances, you're like, how are you hiding this secret lab from your parents? Seriously. Uh, from all of these kids in their labs. Uh, some, a reflection I'm having right now is I'm kind of surprised that I voted Jimmy Neutron into the number one space because I agree with it completely, but he's the only 3D character on our list. And I feel like 3D is very limited in that, Mm. like, it is going to have a cutoff in the realism. At least any 3D, like, short movie I've seen, it doesn't get as wacky as, like, a lot of other 2D does. Yeah, and it's probably because... You don't really have to think that much about perspective in 2D animation. Exactly. You know, like, if you want something to bend in a weird to way, it break just... your models. It just can. But yeah. yeah, like, in a 3D model, yeah. something's gonna look... They got limitations. ...super wrong. <laughs> yeah. Which, obviously, you know more about than I do, but... No, you said it really well. I would say I'm also kind of surprised that he ended up um, number one, because I... Never liked that show, mm. like, at all. Okay. Um, and I think, actually, if I hadn't rewatched a couple episodes today, mm. I would not have mm. voted highly for him, because yeah. I just didn't have any positive memories, and then I was like, oh, actually, this is He's great. pretty solid. He's very effective. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's whack. Yeah, I feel like 2D is unlimited. This is a rant I've, I go on a lot about why I feel like I won't take my career in a 2D direction. Yeah. It can just get so weird. Sky's the limit. Wherever yeah. you can see in your mind's eye, you can make it. So something that I had even been thinking about before we even made up our list, mm-hmm. like just when I was thinking about this episode, um, is how many of these like whiz kids are boys. Mm-hmm. Like um, until I really started thinking about it, like almost all of them were boys, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, until you really start to get like Princess Bubblegum and stuff mm-hmm. like that, there really the aren't sisters. There aren't any. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking about Balma, who of course is from the eighties actually, but that's Japanese animation, you know, that's not mm-hmm. American. Okay. Um so of course that's kind of like I mean, you know, I'm not sure it's like a super groundbreaking thought, you know, like sure, sure. it's something that people are aware of, but it's, it's important just, to point out. Yeah. Just interesting that like these creators were thinking about a, a genius kid. And you know it was, what the world really needs is another boy genius. Yeah, it, it's always a boy. And yeah. then the other thing is that... He's so misunderstood. Yeah, that these boy geniuses also are, like, not very emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. And, like, the type of genius that these boys are is always... Yeah. Always of a scientific nature. And, mm-hmm. like, we ended up voting, you know, our more realistic, like, humanities-based intelligence lower, mm-hmm. but that's just because they're more realistic, mm-hmm. and we're talking about super unrealistic yeah. things. Like, there might be one boy in the history of the world who went to college as mm-hmm. a teenager yeah. and was some sort of technology genius as a child, mm-hmm. but there are hundreds and thousands of young girls who are super intelligent and can think more critically than... Yeah. Some like science majors in college that I've met, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, just the way we think about intelligence is super messed up, you yeah. know? Like, I don't know. And the representation doesn't even match, like, our lived experience. Yeah. It's weird that that's... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, just because we're basing it off cartoons and cartoons, you know, you should be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the only reason some of these boys like made it as high up on the list as they did because oh yeah because they're they have no limitation yeah they truly are like yeah impossibly smart huh. <laughs> you know uh-huh. it truly was like i think for me one of the hardest episodes to prepare for really because aside from like the shows that i had fond memories of mm-hmm. yeah which i already had a lot of strong memories of and like could remember why i thought these kids were smart <sighs> The ones where I didn't have strong memories of and didn't remember why they were smart, I had to rewatch episodes and just be like, Ugh. "This is agony." <laughs> yeah. Just be like, "I hate this." I want to go and look at our final list again and give like um, special honorary ratings yeah. to people for certain uh, certain topics, situations. Okay, so Mandark, I feel like is like a god, and yeah. he deserves a ribbon for that. Um, I want to give Balma a ribbon for strongest personality. Absolutely. <laughs> she would not be pressured into anything. Yeah. I love Balma. Honestly, an icon. Oh my god. Truly, like... I love reading her in the manga, dude. So, so good. She's 
a good influence. Such an opportunist. She's True. Truly is just like. I don't fault her for it. She's like, oh, I just met this weird freaking kid, but he seems like he might be able to help me out. He's going to take me to the top. Yeah. She's not wrong. Um, Okay. Oh, go back to Lisa, Lisa for just like. Absolutely. Yeah. Truly exceptional child. I feel like. Is that an 80s show as well? Yeah, it did start in the 80s. Tight. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Lisa deserves one for sure. I feel fine about the rest. I love you guys, though. Yeah, I love you. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I like it. We've got a definitive list with some asterisks. Mostly settled this without much. We said we finally can look each other in the eye again. Yeah. Not that I felt like any of those debates were that heated. But no. Yeah. It, yeah. We'll try again next time to, like... <laughs> to really bring the heat. Yeah, kick below the belt and shit. But I think we have a half-eaten bowl of popcorn with our names on it. Yeah. Cool. Very big deal. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you next time. Bye.